It's episode 134. Got Preacher Man Fitzsimmons, Matt from across the pond, and back again, baby. Born and raised in Florida, played his ball in Boone. <laughs> now he's repping Motor City, baby. Big Meech is on the pub again. What's good? Meech. What's good? What's good? Good to have you. Uh, dude, <clears throat> you know, we, we've got a lot of questions to ask you. We appreciate you hopping on, but like on a serious note that kind of goes bigger than game, uh, the situation last night, you know, P's and T's to, to DeMar Hamlin um, and, and, you know, all of Buffalo. I just – that's just a scary scene and you being an active NFL player. Like, it, I don't know if you saw it in real time. Obviously, you've probably seen it today. It's been all over the, um, mm-hmm. you know, sports, media, and, and all this stuff. But, it, you know, what's your thoughts on, on, on this situation? Because it's just – man, it's scary for, for someone that's in that used to play and coaches. It's like DeMar was healthy and all of a sudden – Man, like it, it, life changes like that. Yeah. Um. Honestly, man, it's it just goes to show the world like how violent this sport can be and how dangerous of a game we played. Yeah. And um, like you said, life hits you fast because that was just like a routine tackle. Like it wasn't nothing dealing with like lowering the head or anything, man. And it's just it's just crazy to see because you can see he gets back up and it just falls out like. Everybody's confused. In that moment, I know everybody's like, what the hell just happened? Like, we're trying to watch the replay, and everything seems normal. But, man, it's like, man, just seeing that, it's just like you you just – you got to stop it, sit down and pray, bro, and just just be thankful for the life we have because that could have easily just been – he could have been going like that. You know what I'm saying? Just off of a routine tackle. And um, yeah. It's it's just a tough situation for you know his family to see that too, man. Like you know, imagine the people back home, his family back home, watching it live, and they just see him drop. Like yo, what's going on? Like I'm trying to get to Cincinnati and you know make sure my cousin, brother, whoever, my nephew, whoever was trying to make sure he's all right because like I said, it's a dangerous game, man. And um, you just you just like those those type of things is those are like freak accidents, man. It's not. Not that we can control. So, I mean, I I think I think he's you know, right now. He's stable, but I hope he can be able to function back, you know, back to normal and stuff like that. Instead of having to like adjust his everyday living, his living because now he has to worry about. I think it was his heart. He has to worry about you know stuff with his heart. You know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. that's not something you think of when you're 24. You're young. You feel me? Like you're thinking about you know going to do things 24 year olds do instead of like worrying about if my heart can take it, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I hopefully makes the, you know, the right decision to, you know, continue to get seen and stuff like that. So he can be able to play because I know in his heart, I mean, in, you know, in his heart and mind, he still wants to play. But if your body want to let you, then won't let you, then don't do it. You know what I'm saying? This is the game, bro. It's, this is a fun game we play. We do it for, you know, money and stuff like that. But don't, don't, don't let it take your life away from you and your family, bro. So, but yeah, it's a sad situation. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, and it's yeah, absolutely fits, Matt. And any thoughts for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just very sad and very scary. You know that I think we're all watching. You know, anybody watching that game is just the implications of that game were exciting, and it all just goes out the window. You know, and yeah. and even like looking ahead at next, you know, it's like I was starting to look at like. Oh well, what are what are the playoff tiebreakers? 
And mm-hmm. I just immediately stopped. You know, I, I've got my laptop open. I'm just like, what is happening? You know, you're just, you know, you're just focusing on, you know, the life and death situation. And um, yeah, it's very weird, a very weird feeling. Um, but also was kind of special just to see everyone come together, like to see like the fans of um, Cincinnati and Buffalo come together and like the head coaches and the and the players and even even just like the media, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of the broadcast is like, you know, yeah, we're, you know, this is a game, you know, and, and this other stuff, this other stuff is fun. You know, it's entertainment, mm-hmm. but, but there are more important things. No, no, it's just, it's, thing. yeah, it's just, it's good to have that perspective, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's scary for other people's family as well, because, you know, like you said, I'm in the NFL now and like, everybody's texting my phone to make sure I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Because and then I could be affected in this way too. And I'm playing way more dangerous position than, you know, than he does. He's a defensive back. I'm in the trenches. So I'm, I'm constantly hitting, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, I'm just glad he's okay, man. Like I said, it's more, it's more to life than just playing a game. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully like, like I said, hopefully he gets back to the normal and be able to be himself and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, and you see, like everybody's giving to his. I hate, I hate that it has to take something to happen to somebody for yeah. people. To live, you know what I'm saying? Because his toy drive foundation wasn't at four million last night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, don't don't wait to, for the opportunity for him to either. Like, he could have passed away easily, but I'm glad he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, for him to like be hurt on back edition for you to give, like it shouldn't take that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Why does it got to take a tragedy for for you to give? And you know, but as the flip side of it, you know, I'm glad it it sparked something. And we have what you said, four million has been given back, and I know there's a lot of businesses that want to donate to them. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Matt. Any thoughts for you? Um, I mean, this would be very scary. Um, I mean, I woke up and saw the play. I think she is, as I said, makes normal play in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. If there's some tunnel of light, you know, at the end of the tunnel, um, there's a similar thing happening to Christian Eriksen when he played for Denmark in the Euros in 2021. Mm-hmm. He had a card out of nowhere mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. playing for Manchester United. So, I mean, you know, I'm not obviously a better medical expert, but there, there, is a, there is a chance that I might be able to play football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, first and foremost, just hope he gets healthy. And you know, I, last I read, mm-hmm. he was on a, a breathing tube, so hopefully he's able to breathe on his own. I, I you know, I hope and, and gets back to that daily functional life like you were talking about, Meech. And just mm-hmm. you know, if he's got youngins, he's able to hold them and hug them and, and walk with them, yeah. and, or you know, with the wife or girlfriend or whatever. Just you know, be able to do those normal things. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. God willing, if man, it'd be that'd be an amazing return story to see him back on the field. If if mm-hmm. that's where his journey takes him, I just hope it. The mm-hmm. journey is is not stuck in a bed somewhere. So, yeah, that's that's all that, that's all that matters. But just for him to just live life and you know do his thing mm-hmm. instead of like like forget the football stuff. Just hopefully he can just go back to living everyday life. You know I'm saying yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly, man. And and you know you brought a good point, Meech, of just like <clears throat> people. Th- you know, obviously P's and T's to Hamlin, and the other side was like, oh, what about T Higgins who like caused the impact? You know, obviously P's mm-hmm. and T's to him, but. 
the the ripple effect it's been across the league you know i don't know if you guys had meetings today and talked anything about it today or anything but like i'm sure you know you guys feel the effect across the league right now like damn that could have been any of us yeah like you, you do feel it and um you know today's uh it's all day because we don't we play on sunday but um yeah. They send out a message to us and stuff like that to, um, you know, if we ever need to talk to somebody about how we feeling about this whole situation, give us a number and everything. They do a pretty good job of, like, making sure our mental is straight. I can say that. But, um, That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, it's – we haven't had meetings yet, but I know tomorrow's going to be, like, you know, crazy because that's going to be the first thing addressed because, like, it could have been any of us in that room. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just like I said, it's a normal routine hit. Nobody's doing nothing, anything malicious or nothing like that. It's it's crazy to see, but they gonna hear. I'm pretty sure uh, Coach Campbell will address it because like I said that's somebody's life. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we got a big game coming up too. But at the end of the day, bro, your life is more important in this game. You know what I'm saying? Like I got young as myself, so yeah, I want to make sure I'm straight after this, so I can be able to go play with them and go watch them do whatever they do. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like being unavailable i gotta be in a wheelchair you know stuff like that you know what i'm saying so it's definitely gonna be yeah man absolutely and you know i'm glad both teams got together and decided to postpone the game and you know today the league said you know we're not playing the game at least this week they shouldn't play it at all there's there's no need there's no point yeah you know i just i'm glad the teams did the right thing and the league follows suit i I think that was key there but Mm -hmm. um any other thoughts about Demar Hamlin and, and his situation. Okay, man, I, I spoke. Uh, I feel like I said like enough on it, but just to like, I just no, just sending prayers to him, man, because yeah. like it, that's the, like I said, I keep thinking about it. Like that I mean, could have been me, you know what I'm saying? I could have been any one of my peers, bro. And it's mm-hmm. just crazy. You never know. So just stay prayed up and just. Speedy recovery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Again, again, it's just, it's, it's been humming in the back. It'll, it'll continue to hum in the back of our minds this whole episode. I mean, just mm-hmm. that, you know, Haggy, we started this podcast because sports are fun. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. it's entertainment. But we've also talked about how sports is all about bringing people together and like relationships. And, and so that's where this just is so heartbreaking is because like, you know, it's this isn't this isn't this isn't supposed to happen in sports, and we just right. we forget that it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's why uh, Demar Demar's with everyone in spirit, you know, and everyone's praying, and you know, we just we hope he's okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well said. Well said. Well, let's you know try to bring some some good vibes back, and and Meech, let's talk about your journey, dude, and. Last time we talked to you, you were you were balling out in eight two eight. Yeah. Now, man, you rock in the Honolulu Blue jersey in the league. Your dreams come true, man. Uh, you know, you were undrafted, but as long as you got to eat and you got to put your foot in the door, man, I think that's all. Yeah. That's all that you needed. And uh, that's all you man, need. How how was that feeling to you know, have the agent call you like, hey, you ready to bite some kneecaps off with Dan Campbell? You ready to be a lion? Like how how was that? That the emotion for you and that first initial reaction. Oh, I'm in the league. Um, well, I'll take you back to like that draft weekend. Um, like you nervous, you anxious, you don't know what happened. And like obviously, man, you 
they can give you all these projections, but it never be what is be what is uh, said to be unless you just like okay, like yeah, he's one of those guys. Um, it was like after the draft, they called me five minutes after the last pick because I knew it was gonna be either Detroit or um Baltimore, and uh, Detroit called me like five minutes after their last pick and um offered me a. Undrafted free agent spot. I was, yeah, man, I'm, I'm with it. I don't care. Just like, it, just, just to get my foot in the door because I knew I was gonna make the team. Just like off of like mm-hmm. who I am as yeah. a person. So, uh, yeah, man, I got up here May 11th. No, yeah, May 11th. Did all the little pre-screening stuff for like rookie mini camp. Got the rookie mini camp. They kept me and then met the rest of the guys that I was on the team and then just went to work. Um, Playing, they put me in a new position, which was nose. Uh, I had to quickly like adjust because I was so used to playing on the edge, like everything happens faster in there. But once I got used to like playing the technique and everything else, now I was just like understanding the plays and every position so I can be useful at every position. And that's what honestly kept me around that effort and making plays in camp. And um, it's just like I didn't really like feel like I was in the league until after, like, the last day of cuts before the season started. Uh, I was just, like, the only undrafted guy that was in the building. And uh, we came for meetings, and they was just like, this who we rolling with. I was like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting next to – um I'm sitting next to Hutch. Um, Aiden Hutch is saying, you know, a guy he drafted the first round. And, you know, we just yeah. – you just look, it's like, it's go time, you know what I'm saying? So, and since then, it's just been, just been fine. It's been a eye-opener for me, honestly, just to, like, understanding how, like, everything goes in the NFL. And um, just a learning experience because, like, obviously, I haven't played, like, all the, I played, like, 13 snaps this season and um, got waived, but they bring back a P-Squad and stuff like that. So, um, I'm just blessed to be around. But, just like it's just a learning experience for me as far as understanding like how things work for like dudes with the FA behind their name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's been fun, man. Don't get me wrong. We started off one and six, and now we eight and eight fighting for a playoff spot. You know what I'm saying? That hasn't happened in however long for Detroit. So I, I, I think I see Detroit, I think just losses, you know what I'm saying? But now people see Detroit like, hold on. He said, it's a tough team, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just glad to be a part of it because it's like I'm a part of the team. I'm a part of the guys that turned this damn organization around. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's been it's been fun, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm just happy. I'm, I'm glad I ain't got to deal with school anymore. So, um, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Hey, I don't blame you at all, brother. You know, yeah. I, I think you coming in to, to Detroit was such a – uh, to, to me, I, I think it's such a cool experience for you. You know, I wish Tim was on here. He's a lifelong Detroit Lions fan. He's got a list of questions to ask you. He texted to me, mm-hmm. man, like you, you go in and you're in your pretty much same position group. There's the number one pick Hutch, right? He's, he's rolling with you. And, and now you've got yeah. hard knocks and HBO in your facility. Yeah. And, and you start off, like you said, one and eight, you know, one and eight. Now you're eight and eight, like just, the, the ebbs and flows of it. And like, this is such an electric season for you guys in Detroit, man. I, I just like, let's just talk about hard knocks real quick. How was that to have HBO in there with you? Cause to me, like that's not a lot of things people get experienced, much less a free undrafted free agent like yourself. Man, like hard knocks. When I heard 
okay, like they told us, like the little scouting dude told told us, um, he told me, uh, yeah, we're gonna have hard knocks and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, it's cool. So when I got there, it's just like cameras, like all in your face. It's there's no there's no hiding. Like they they standing behind you with the mic over your head, recording every conversation. You know, obviously for like good content and stuff like that, because these on natural content is good content. But yeah. at the same time, it's like it's no like. Damn, I just got hit. My fault. It's no um. <laughs> it's it's no it's no like privacy. It's privacy, but to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying. Like they got cameras in the meeting rooms. The only place they go they don't go without permission is like the locker room and the cafeteria. But um, yeah. It's it it was pretty cool, man. Just seeing how that whole production went, like it's like a bunch of them. Like, literally, there's a bunch of them out there. Just you seeing with the light blue shirts on, and just recording everything. You got a guy on the far end of the field. You get recorded. You mic'd up. You didn't even know you was mic'd up until they said something. You know what I'm saying? And like we <laughs> <laughs> just talking and stuff. Right? Like on the next episode, we like damn. Like I was, I had like a segment on there. Like I was talking about soda because they call it pop up here, and I was like, what the hell is pop? And uh, <laughs> so it's like stuff like that but it's pretty cool man they get this they show you all the like cutout scenes and the edited scenes and stuff like that you get to watch it and you know it's it's like those are memories you know what i'm saying like with those those people in camp those are memories bro they was with us everywhere we went so that that was fine bro that's pretty cool that's cool man i'm glad they kind of get to integrate and like be part of like the family atmosphere of Mm -hmm. training camp so that's cool man Mm mm-hmm that's pretty cool, bro. Uh, Fitz, Matt, any questions for, for Meech? I was curious. I was, I was trying to dig up your stats, your rookie stats. Yeah, did you see? Did you see game action this season? How many games have you gotten into? Or is it just? I think when I pulled up, it showed one. One. I, I just played. I just played against the Patriots, like, and I didn't log any stats, bro. I was just out there trying. I was trying to make plays, but you gotta. Make sure you do your job, or that's that's the quickest yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Do your job. Make sure you're doing the right play, bro. Don't be out there doing your own thing. You feel me? And I was just like, in that week, I was basically for like the third down package. They know I can like, you know, rush the passion stuff. So I was basically like the third down package. But we weren't in a lot of third third and longs against the right, Patriots. Right. So, um, yeah, I didn't really get too much too much playing time. Like I said, bro, it's just like a learning experience, bro. Like. Yeah. And I, I wasn't scared of anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's football at the end of the day. But the only difference is, like, you in the league playing against, like, the best of the best. I can say, like, and, like, lining up across from, with Trent Brown, like, he's big as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a six, <laughs> yeah. like he's yeah. all, he's all yeah. of, like, 6'8", 370, however much he is, bro. That's him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that that's just, like, that's crazy, bro. That's an all-pro tackle, man. And then... Man, she's chasing my ass, and it's this <laughs> bro. Like you, and I can say honestly, man, in NFL, you get the, you get the front row seat to the best athletes in the world, bro. Like watching Tyreek Hill run, um, watching Matthew Judon mm. work. You feel me? You get to see all these different guys, man. And it's and it's definitely fun. It's fun just being out, being on the sideline, watching that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm a fan. I'm a player, but I'm a fan at the same time. Just watching mm. all these guys usually see on TV or play with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favorite sound bites is rookie Randy Moss when they Minnesota comes to play the Packers for the first time, and mm-hmm. and young Randy. I mean, he's a star. I mean, Randy, you know, rookie Randy was a star, but he goes, "I gotta see this Brett Favre. Brett yeah. Favre's out here," and he's like getting up, 
just to get a glimpse of, of Brett Favre. Did you have it? Was there a guy that stands out to you that you you saw in the best seat in the house that you were just like, I can't believe that I'm on the same field right now? Man, a guy. I mean, I don't think we played anybody that I've been like starstruck by, but coaches, uh, Mike Tomlin, mm. uh, Pete Carroll. Those Bill Belichick, like just seeing these guys in person, bro. Like they, like Bill is a fossil. It's like a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Belichick. Bro. I mean, That's just I would say like just watching like guys like uh, Fletcher Cox who played the Eagles. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's right, like he's thirty something. He's still like able to do some crazy things, man. Um, like I said, Tyreek is just like one of those guys too, man. He. Just seeing him in person on a sideline do what he do mm-hmm. is like insane, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you, it's insane, bro. <laughs> like he, yeah. he runs and jumps like he's six eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, I think everyone like, in the league feels that way. He's a he's a cheat code. Yeah, man, he was going for, like it was at one point, bro. He was going for two hundred damn near every game. Like literally, he went for like. He had 10 receptions for 180 on us. I'm like, damn, and two touch. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say two touch, but it's like seeing shit like that, bro. It's, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely like, it's amazing, bro. Like, I can't see, we just, just run the best athletes, bro. But I haven't really seen like a guy that I've said, I'm on the same field with this guy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a good question, Fitz. Those are great answers. Like, call him, call him Belichick a fossil. That's pretty, man, he's that's a good bro. town bite. Hey, this. <laughs> He looks old as hell, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, to another one. Like he made, like he made. He's old, but he still is like he's still limber. But he can move around. Like he's like oh, still like he, pretty or something. He's a silver fox, baby. He's going up and down that sideline. Yeah, like just he just be observing everything too. Oh snap! Uh, listeners and watchers, if you don't know, uh, Meech is playing uh, Death by Daylight here, and this might have to be like a thing for our guests: is they ever have to play Death by Daylight as they get interviewed and see how good their their listening and gaming skills are, because this is yeah. this has been pretty funny to watch. All right, bro, you gotta listen to a heartbeat and answer questions. Saying, "Come on, now. Come on, I'm in a hot stress job as is. You know, this ain't this stuff. hot stress as well. You know what I'm saying? I got to lock in on both of y'all. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's good stuff. <laughs> Uh, from across the pond, you got some questions for Meech? Yeah, uh, Meech, let's sort of back off from, from what um, Fitz was saying. What, what was the stadium like? The most impressive stadiums that you've been in that you've walked in outside the gun? Man, Detroit. Bro, Detroit. 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 The home team. That's probably like the best game day atmosphere, man. They come rather we one and six or we go on a winch. They're like super supportive. And they reminded me of like being that app. We're like, mm-hmm. our games were almost sold out every. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro, leave me alone, please. Oh my god, it sold out every, every um, almost every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? And in Detroit, man, it's we indoor. The fans are always there, man. It's just, it's just been crazy. But like, I guess other than Detroit, I've been to, um, been to Dallas, but Dallas really wasn't loud. They just have like, I don't know what it is about Dallas, bro. They only. Like care when they're good, I guess. But I've been in Dallas. I've been to uh, Minnesota Foxborough. was really good. Foxborough was good. 
Minnesota was pretty good too. Like the little skull chain mm-hmm. they do, that's just crazy. Like they hold, you know, our teams do like intros. Like there's like Vikings and shit, so they have like artificial snow like falling down from the ceiling. It's like the natural sunlight from bro. It's just crazy. And then you go to like the skull when like the little skull shit. Mm-hmm. The drums, that's just crazy. I say Minnesota's <laughs> probably other than Detroit, Minnesota's probably got some good shit. But I don't know. We're going to Lambo this week, so I had to see what that's like. And get to go to get your Lambo in December, boy. Man, it's gonna be I loud. Know, man, it's gonna be it's loud like, and cold. January, I know. Uh, January, not December. <laughs> yeah, January, not December. Yeah. Oh, January. Sorry, I'm still, I'm still in the old year. I already know. Hey, it's gonna be cold, but good thing you went to Boom. Yeah, that's why you'd be a little prepared yeah, for it. Yeah. Oh my god, it get cold in the mountains, man. Uh-huh. That's right. But yeah, it's uh. Hopefully, hopefully, it's just a good game, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want to go around and the crowd just be like a factor and stuff like that, man. Because I know it's gonna be rocking just because it's for a playoff spot for both of us. But yeah. don't get too starstruck by Kenny Clark out there either. Nah, I, I watched I him the first game, bro. He did his shit too. Like Kenny Clark did his shit too. Now I, I what Aaron Rodgers. That's who I would say. That's to answer your question, like well, mm. Aaron Rodgers. Like even mm. though like. That first game, we kind of like shut him down. We picked him off like three times. Mm-hmm. Like what he can do, like just him being him is like crazy. Like I see him run 30 yards down the field and he's like 30, 38, however old he is, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's still running. Like it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, that's that definitely him, Aaron Rodgers, bro. Yeah. As much as I love the Packers, man, I love App State. I'd love to see you get a sack on old on old A Rod. Man, be, I hope I'm. I'm hope pretty I'm sick. I'm, I'm hope I'm up this week, bro. Just because of like, damn, she got hit. Uh, just because of like, um, I don't know. Like, I just, I me, per- I just hate sitting on the sideline, man, not contributing. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I'm saying not. We not losing or anything. I just hate not contributing, knowing I can contribute. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I've been sitting back patiently waiting and stuff, and it's just. Yeah. No, and we know what tough. you we know what you can do, Meech. Yeah, man, we're just we're ready. That's I feel like that's all App State players. We're like, all right, put our put our guy in. It's like we, man, we Bird, know what Bird's they can first do. pitch, Bird's Dude. first pitch was a yeah. sixty yard touchdown, yeah. bro. And it's just yeah. like since then he's been playing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I feel like if I get like enough because I play interior, bro. So it's gonna be harder for me to make plays and taking on doubles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like I can get on the field and just like show him like what I can do and stuff and how fast I can contribute. That'll help me a lot, bro. I know. Yeah, man. You 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 break you break one double team. You get a sack or a tackle for loss. Everybody's like, oh shit! Like we gotta have each more in the lineup. Right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, just, it snowballs, man. I'm telling you, bro, yeah. it's, it's crazy. You know, the inside guys are slower, bro. Like throughout all, all the camp and every team, like every every time we go to like another team and play them, like. They can't block me. You got guys coming up to you, but mm. we can't get up under you because my I'm already short. I'm low as hell to the ground. So you can't get up under me. Then I'm fast and you know, strong or whatever. It's like just hearing that from like other people, it, it just motivates me more to like keep going. Cause it's like you got box in your head saying like, Oh man, I ain't gonna be able to like contribute or whatever, but mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, and people know you yeah. So it's like once once you get that, you get get your confidence and stuff like that, you're gonna see, bro. It's, the world, the world is yours. You get that confidence. I'll tell you that for sure. Hey, absolutely, bro. And let's use this moment as like a learning, I guess, curve for, for listeners and watchers. There, 
you, you know, obviously you're, you're on the Lions, but you're waived and then picked up on the on the practice squad, the P squad. You know, what, what does that mean for your day-to-day operations of you being on the P squad instead of on the 52-man roster? Man, um, I used to say, like, honestly, it's the same. It's just you live more. Yeah. And uh, you probably, you, you don't travel uh, like you used to on the 53. Like, I was traveling every game because – I was inactive, so if anything happened to somebody that was active, I can just go up and be in place. But now it's like P squad. You just uh, you live more. Um, you probably do all the like scout team stuff like that, whatever they need, and um, it's pretty much it. Like you're still on the team. It's just like you just do like a little uh, the scout team, and you live more. Uh, you don't travel. Yeah. But you can get brought up. You get like three elevations. You can get brought up, and then you get like a the pay is different. You get cut. You get a pay cut from when you was active to practice squad, depending on how your contract and stuff work. But uh, okay, there's nothing much different. You no, know, just you won't be like like sitting in meetings. Like you're not being talked to. Like you just just there taking notes, just being on point, just in case your number is called. But it's like mm-hmm. I really just talk to the guys that's going to be playing Sunday and stuff like that. So you just be in there, just like sitting there, just watching film, bored as hell, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Right now, give that. Is, is there a day of the week where it's like call up day? Like, damn, it's Wednesday. I didn't get called up. I guess. No, nah, it's uh, up. yeah. You would know. You know your status um based on like injuries prior or how somebody's feeling. So I may have like, I may practice for somebody because they're like a little bit banged up. So they'll give him like a vet there or something like that. So I'll, I'll practice in his place with the planes and stuff like that. But okay, um, you'll know they have like a pretty, they, they meet basically Monday and Tuesday to set a game plan and this is what we're going to do, this is plan, you know, stuff like that. So exactly. um, in that aspect, yes, that's what, you will know, you'll know by Wednesday, but something happened at practice and you have to adjust on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, going into this week, how do you feel? 40% chance, 50, 60, 70, 20? Man, who knows? Honestly, it's okay. just, I go in there with, like, all right, man, we're going to see who they got on the board. You look on the board, I don't see Meech nowhere. Nobody, it's crazy. Nobody calls me my name. Everybody just calls me Meech. <laughs> like you see, you see Meech on there, not on my bet. So you just like flip into like, honest, and I can say honestly, you start to be checked out if you're not playing and stuff like that. And then like I didn't, I can say I kind of I didn't hit my rookie wall. Like I don't have like a damn like this season long and stuff. Like I didn't have that moment because I've been playing. So it's just like I've been going there, take notes and whatever. And then I just go, you know, enjoy my weekend or whatever. So. Yeah, um, that's good. That's the way it should be. Yeah, like you know, just just living living your life, bro. But honestly, you want to contribute. You want to be on the team. And like just and want you want to you want to play. You know what I'm saying? You know what you can do. You want to play and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, if you don't see your name, like if I don't see my name on the board or whatever, like it's just all right, cool. So I'm gonna go into practice. Practice is my game because that's when we put on pads. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you get like a certain number. of Private, uh, private practices, but like that's just my game for me. Like Wednesdays and Thursdays is my game. So then, like Friday, I'm chilling. Saturday, like uh, travel day. So go through the walkthrough, go back and just give me something to drink. Drink on for the weekend, get back and watch the Sunday game. 
So hey man. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. well, I got a list of Tim okay. questions here for you. What's up? All right. So, you know, Tim, lifelong Lions fan, dude, and he is just he's upset he's not here. But he's on his way at Disney World, so he can't be too mad. He can't be too unhappy in Disney World with the wife. But um, you know, he's one of those guys where like I have notifications turned on my phone for like Twitter, like when you guys get picked up or mentioned or anything. And before yeah. like even Twitter notified me that you signed, Tim mm-hmm. just blew my phone up like, Hey dude, you see me sign with the Lions? Like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, How do you know this? And like all through like training camp and stuff, he's like Yo, Meech is making waves, man. I've been talking to the, my, my my sources down in Detroit, and like, I'm like, bro, what? You're a physical therapist. What do you have sources for? Like, but he's he's all in on you, obviously, and, and of course, lines. But um, he, his first question: Has the increase in media talk changed anything in the locker room? Like, like what Dan Campbell or AG's message has that changed, or is it still, hey, we're just gonna keep drowning them in this deep, deep water, man. We're gonna keep going our pace, and eventually they're gonna drown. Nah, uh, it's pretty much been the same. Well, like, obviously the media wants to be around you and stuff. It's pretty much been the same, guys. But they ask you questions like, you know, like, I ain't going to say dumb questions, but, like, questions where, like, you, they know you can't answer. So they try to, like, get it about you or so they won't have to ask the coach because the coach won't give you the correct answer. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. um, I mean, yeah, like, obviously they want to try to dig and try to get, like, answers to, like, you know, help their help their stuff. So, honestly, uh, I would say yes. I, it's picked up because we're in we're in a spot where like they haven't been in in a long time. So, um, yeah, it's that's that's what it is. That's that's it's been picking up. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, talk to everybody. yeah but, but the the message hasn't changed though. The message, from message, no message. AG. He's yeah. I can say he's the most consistent guy you would meet like he's still talking about biting kneecaps off yarning people like with, no like he like when he he says something he stands on it like he means it like yeah he's like he's like i met I, I can see that from the first day we met at rookie money camp he was talking about like he started i ain't gonna say what he said but he said something crazy and that was just like what the fuck did he just say you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, all right cool i got one of those coaches the crazy coaches man he's a football guy like yeah, and he's in like I like him to beat every head coach in the league. Like he's just in shape. Like he's like built like he's Dwayne Johnson or something. You know what I'm saying? So his message has been the same though. Like every team, I mean, even during that little losing streak he was on, like every team has been basically the same message, bro. Like all I know how to do is go to work. So we gonna go to work. We are gonna be more mm-hmm. physical, guys. And you know we gonna we gonna get back on track. It's there. It's not like we getting blew out. I know. Did we lose it for a second? Uh, oh, oh man! Uh, but uh, like, dude, this is this is awesome it's, to have. It's it. that it's that dead it's that dead by daylight. I know. It's we have to rethink <laughs> our our uh, stick here. But man, this is this has been awesome to like, kind of get his insight. Hopefully, he comes back. But like to to have. He's our first active NFL player we've had on. We've had past know, you know, Super Bowl winners on and guys who got drafted but never an active person. So it's cool to have this insight. It's it's really awesome. And I'm I hate Tim missed it. because uh, I really I was They like, grow up so fast. <laughs> yeah. My fault, bro. Hey, you back, Meach? Yeah. Hey, you good, bro. Good dog. Like if you die. 
Okay, oh, okay. Well, yeah, Dude, I think this happened when we interviewed you the first time too. Oh my it gosh, did. it did. <laughs> <laughs> I might be wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But no, nah, it wasn't me. I made sure it was okay. on. Tr- oh man, this man killing me. But yeah, his messages are the same, bro. My father got cut out, but his message has been the same. Like a lot of people. Hey, all, yeah, all good, and that's awesome to hear. You know, is there? I know. Is there like a good Dan Campbell story you can share or like a good quote that he's put out? Because he is – he's an electric individual, and I'm all in on Dan Campbell. Man, um, that's a lot. I ain't a lot to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll see you right here. Um, it's no it's no telling you what, what, what I can say. I, I, I don't – I really can't because he's a random guy. Like, he thinks of shit like – Spur the moment. It's not like you can sit here and say he don't. It just happens. So uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me. I'm trying to think away. I'm trying to think away. Oh, okay. Bet when I first, when I first um, when I was making noise in camp, you feel me? He gives guys nicknames, and nobody knows when he gives them these nicknames. His nickname for me was thought off, right? And I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about until I realized he's talking about a thought off shotgun. So I didn't know he called me that until he called me and said practice one day. And he kept saying, <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck is he talking about? And then, like, I go back and read the clip he's in the media talking about. They asked me, they asked him questions about me and stuff like that. How am I doing? He's just like, that dude is just a thought off shotgun. Because it's like, I'm short. You feel me? But I'm also mm-hmm. compact and I bring a lot of like power, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, and he just kept calling me that shit. And I'm just like, I'm kind of getting mad because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> and he just like he just told me, he just said, bro, stop being a wolf like a like a a buttercup about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like he just like he just like one of those guys, man. He just a random guy, bro. He shoots you straight and he lets you know exactly like what it is and what it ain't about him. That's no. that, hey, that's what's up, man. He's he's really authentic. Like honestly, like every coach we have, man, is everybody's got their own unique uh unique style about them, man. And I and I and I really like that about this place, man. Everybody's true to themselves. Nobody's like sugarcoating anything, man. It's just it just they just them, and I and that's why that's why I mess with Detroit. Hell yeah, it's an authenticity, which is awesome. Isn't yeah, it? man. Okay. That's amazing. You know, it, it's funny. Tim Tim mentioned the sawed off nickname, and I was like, "Who the fuck is calling him sawed off?" And so I'm yeah, glad you had a story. Him. It was crazy. Tim told me that one time. I was like, "What the world?" Um, you know, speaking of your your coaches being authentic and just real, he wanted to know like you guys are a very young defensive unit, especially that big yeah. line. You guys are super young. Has there anybody that kind of took you under their wing, or maybe a coach that's helped develop your game? Um, Man, honestly, uh. Yeah, I had a couple guys, Bryce. Uh, Bruce Hector, he's not here anymore. Um, he he was here like through camp and most of the, I want to say, about like a quarter of the season. But he's helped me with my technique, both at the three tech and. Rip, rip. Uh oh. That was so enough. <laughs> Man. Oh, me too. <laughs> Tim's gonna be just crying. Where is Tim? Nickname. Well, he's, he's on the world. Yeah, I know. What, what a what, hell of a nickname. Tim is on a plane to Disney World right now. So, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys can see, but he sent me just this long message. Oh, just, oh I can see. Every, yeah, yeah. Everything he wanted me oh, to, man. to ask me. And it's like, P.S. Thank you for making this season such such an amazing season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I'm trying to yeah. think of the... So, this is Tim's fangirl. Jay Gray fangirled when we had um, Chase, Chase Bryce, Bryce on. Did anyone, do we have any other ones? I mean, I guess we all fangirled on uh, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Uh, that was a big fangirl. Yeah. yeah. You, you, I, I get a soccer player for Matt. It's coming. Or a Packers player, you know. Or a Packers player. Get, or get Wisconsin Matt player. Me. Or Wisconsin. You, you want a Badger yeah. player? We'll, we'll get you a Badger, badger player. player. <laughs> yeah, my badger. fault, bro. I got hey. I got to call. call. My fault. Hey, you good, Meech. No worries. Um, but, um, yeah, Bruce Hector, he's helped me a lot. Um, and then a second-year guy, Aline McNeil, he's, he's, helping me, he's been helping me a lot because, you know, he – he understands. He he's just getting that position too, like at nose, and he's been like extremely helpful with everything, man. He could be helpful with. Uh, so, um, yeah, I had a couple guys take me under the wing, not only like just for like football, but like everything else. Hell yeah! I think that's what's most important. Is like, yeah, they can teach you about the game and how to rip and spin and you know beat a double team, but they're teaching you about life and how to better yourself. That's even. That's what a mentor really is, and that, that's amazing, Meech. Yeah, man, they 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 do it all, bro. It's like every we are young, and I feel like that's what that's what help us win because we can connect with each other, like at a like personal level, like we know, you know what I'm saying. So like we yeah. like we know what it's like to be what it's like to be uh, young, what it's like to have money, and you know everything else that comes with it. You know what I'm saying. So it's everybody's everybody's very helpful here. I can say that. Absolutely, dude. Uh, uh, well said. Uh, and he's got one more question for you. It's kind of a dumb question, he said, but for some reason, the blue threes that people hold up in the stands on opponents third down is like the least yeah. intimidating thing he could think of. Is, is there something that, <laughs> yeah. that you feel more intimidating than just holding up the blue threes? Or do you like the blue threes? Does that get you guys jacked up and ready to go? Man, I don't think it's like an intimidation factor. It's just like making sure the crowd is in it, honestly, bro. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's... I don't. I don't think it's not. I don't think it's dumb. It's like cool. They just showing they engage with everything, bro. But you know, uh, I don't know. I I I mess with it because they shine a light on it and stuff. And you know, the crowd they they come up here like ready to be engaged, bro. And that's huge, man. When you get fan involvement in and they're like dialed in, they're getting loud. I feel like it elevates everyone's game right there. Yeah, for sure. bro. I'm telling you, Detroit. Like when they get loud, they get loud, bro. Like, that's just crazy in there. Hell yeah. Uh, and then he says, thank you for making this season so awesome. Your hard work is appreciated by us fans. Like, just true, like, fangirling over the Lions right now. He's just like, this is the best Lions season we've had. And, like, he's he's pumped, <laughs> man. man. He, he wants to see you guys keep doing it, man. Man, we will, bro. Like, we're just going to keep building on it, man. Like That's what's up. Like, that's, like... I mean, hopefully we do get this playoff spot, but even if we don't, man, like it's just been a learning and fun season. Like to understand like where our potential can be and stuff like that and where we gonna where we can go. As yeah. a as a young team, man, we still got a lot of we just, we still got a lot of people, we still got pieces to add and stuff, but like 
I feel like we found our we found our groove and understand like what needs to be done and to win games because like the games we lost was only by like three or four points. Like mm-hmm. we must have like a record or something, man, for like games lost, man, like by three or four points. So that's 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 what type of team we have. We have a scrappy team, so we'll we'll keep pushing, man, just to keep making these fans proud. Hey, and you guys are doing it, dude, and it's been awesome and amazing to watch and. It's just like you guys are – I kept saying you guys are the most dangerous, like one in five teams, one in six teams, one in seven teams. And now it's like, damn, I, I, they're dangerous. And we told you and they got a chance for the playoffs this Sunday and we wish you the best of luck. Before you go, I got to know, we talked about hard knocks. We talked about Dan Campbell. I got to ask you about those up-downs, man. Were you impressed by uh, Dan Campbell's up-down ability? Man, I told you he should can play, bro. So it's like he did him. <laughs> he's a, he's not a coach. He's an active coach. He's not a coach that's going to sit back and watch – Everything he's gonna be involved in mm-hmm. defensive meetings, D line meetings, anything. He's an offensive guy, so he knows what's going on that side of the ball. He comes and sit in our meetings and watch everything. And those forty up downs were just like that's like the initiation for like the whole defense. So yeah. before before any individual was done, this anybody, it don't matter what point of the time you come in the season, you would do forty up downs before practice starts. So. Yeah. It's just like that's 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 the type of defense we have. Like you got to do this before you you come and work with us and stuff like that. And he do he does it with us every year. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen it. Like it's crazy because I seen him do it on TV, and I was like, "Why are you doing up downs, bro? It's like punishment or some shit." And then I got you. They told me, "Nah, this is a initiation, bro." So I was like, "All right, all right, cool." Hell yeah, man. Let's break some sweat before we break bread together. I like it. Oh. <laughs> hey, Meech, man, thank you so much for hopping on, bro. Uh, and, dude, we wish you the best of luck. I know two Packer fans here, Fitz and, and Matt there, but <laughs> I'm pulling all the dogs out for you guys, and, and I, I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. And, and stay in touch, bro, and I'm sure we'll chop it up soon down the road. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. My bad I got the calls and computer died and stuff, bro. Hey, no, it's man, that's just you being you. <laughs> we love it. He's a fan favorite. That's right. All right, Big Meach. Take care, brother. All right, Doc. See you, Meach. Oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> Money in the bank. Money in the bank, baby. Hey, just – God, what a good guy. What a fan favorite, like you said. Love having Meach on and wish him nothing but the best of luck. I know you two are – are torn on that one. You want him mm. to do well, maybe sack Aaron Rodgers once or twice, but uh, you know, we'll get there and we'll talk about it yeah. later. But, yeah. I'm even cool. torn with Tim, you know, Tim being such a Lions fan, you know, I text him this week. Yeah. I didn't realize the Seahawks had, I didn't realize they had the Lions on the tiebreaker. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, Oh, Packers Lions winner gets in, but it's kind of a weird spot for, Detroit, but no, I I am I'm I'm gonna put a foot in my mouth, but I am gonna pull mm. for the Rams for Tim, yeah. like just so that our game, just because you know as Mitch was talking about the Lions like being scrappy and putting it together and knowing what they're capable of, it's like that's how I feel about the Packers. It's like everything that he's said to, so it's like the Packers and Lions really do mirror each other in some ways, and just how their seasons have gone. And it's two of the hottest teams right now that are going to collide. And it just sucks that the Packers control their fate and the Lions need something to happen. Like, that stinks. So, 
it, mm. for that, it's like, you know what? Go Rams. Just make it a true <laughs> playoff game. Bring it on, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a tall ass, though, getting the Rams to win. But, yeah. Matt, man, I'm glad to see that beautiful mug of yours, dude. It's been a long time. And, Thank you. Yeah. Argentina's won the World Cup since you last been on. It's yes. pretty awesome. Um, what a yeah. final. What a best final ever. Jesus Christ. The golden yeah. was everything, like, the world needed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I missed so much, yeah. Matt. There were so many things we could have talked about. So many things. Yeah. And instead, you just had four Americans, three Americans trying to talk about soccer. That were just like, "Well, we're not in it anymore. We don't care." But honestly, that <laughs> final was awesome. Like Messi, you couldn't write a better story for FIFA. I don't think. Yeah, undoubtedly the goat now. Like I've always like been Ronaldo, but like now Ronaldo's playing in like taking a paycheck for playing the Saudi Arabian League um, and Messi has just won the World Cup and played some of the best football he's ever played undoubtedly in the go of all time I like it yeah absolutely yeah. Um, Matt you wearing a monster shirt is that for any reason or um, it's just one of the most comfortable shirts ever okay okay okay, okay. I don't know well, no, I actually did no know free, there's some no bad news plugs. about Monster today yeah. <laughs> All right, college football playoffs. They were they did not disappoint. And I, I, I'll before we go into this, I'll I'll reel back. I'll uh, keep my receipts on myself. I said Ohio State is about to get dog walked. Georgia is the real deal. They kept that game nice and close and neat. And, and you know, Ohio State did everything they could to win that game and just shank the kick far left. Um, it was a little rough for him. On the other side, though, it, it's something that I think the heart wanted for all of us, TCU winning against Michigan. We didn't know if it was completely possible or not. But TCU beating Michigan 51-45, Georgia beating Ohio State 42-41. I mean, both these games, classics, as Matt would say. Uh, overs hit down again. Like, just overs. This is the bet here. I mean, almost 100 points in both games. You couldn't ask for – for better offensive football, maybe better defensive football, but just uh, to me, great semifinals for this college football playoffs. What's your all thoughts here? No, hundred percent. I mean, I think we, I got it wrong. I know I thought this was the year you could have had just the standard two, two players play for the championship in Michigan and Georgia. And clearly these were two great games. Um, so it's, it's good for expansion you know, in that conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that these are actually, it was two competitive games at this stage. And now it's just a matter of, is does TCU have a chance against Georgia or is it just going to be, is it going to be ugly? But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Matt? Yeah, I guess everyone's along the path of been writing TCU off and they just keep coming up with a win. We wrote them off and then right back, though. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is awesome, and I, I love the story for Max uh, Duggan here from TCU, quarterback. You know, he's, he's crying, emotional in the interview after losing the championship, and and to see him be like, "Yeah, we're punching our ticket," and I, I think it's awesome. And you know, we're here for the horny toads here, and we'll talk about picks real quick. Georgia TCU in the initial line here. 
Georgia, 12 and a half point favorite over under set 62 and a half. Uh, that over is probably definitely a little heavier now after watching those semifinal games. <sighs> Boys, call me crazy. Call me a hot take. I might be all in on Max and the Horny Toe tier. Hmm. Maybe this is a Cinderella story America needs right now. Maybe this is the story we can all get behind at Texas Christian University. I just, man, I just, I, I know nothing about, like, TCU. There's times I've seen them, their defense has looked stellar. Like, I'm thinking the Texas game, their defense just showed up. And then there's games, it's like, well, it's just a track meet between these guys. They, they just get in this, like, offensive shootout. Yeah. And again, Duggan doesn't strike me as a as a QB that's going to get into a shootout. But then, you know, he scampers in for a couple rushing touchdowns. And it's like, I don't it's just they're weird. They're a weird team to figure out. But maybe that makes them a perfect upset matchup for Georgia. Is it's like how does Georgia prepare for these guys? And and Georgia's just gonna be like, Well, we're just gonna do what we've been doing. And that's a recipe for disaster because then TCU can game plan and go, well. Let's take away this. Let's take away this. Let's try to take away this. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's a it's a very interesting matchup, but it does feel like Georgia could just end up taking it by by a lot. So I don't know. It's a very weird weird matchup. It's tough. Matt. Yeah. Um, Twelve and a half points. Jesus, that's a lot of points. Um, but I think you're perfectly right there. Like Georgia's just gonna try and play it straight, be an absolute square, and then TC, you'll be able to do all this sort of funky stuff and come up with crazy plays and crazy ideas and spring a few surprises on everyone. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I, I'm i looking at our pickums here, and I know, Matt, you were here last week, but we'll give you a break here. We all said... Georgia was going to win. We all got that right. We all said Michigan was going to win, and we all got it wrong. Um, based on the point spread, I was the closest at four and a half points. Um, Fitz, you said 22 and a half. Michigan's going to blow the doors off of them. Oh, I was way off. I was way points. off on both things. Yeah. yeah. I was way off. Um, yeah, you all said the under in the George, in the Michigan TCU game at 58 and a half, but that's all right. Golly. Um yeah, I'm just don't 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 listen to my picks ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna, you know, I, I've I've got the, the spread advantage, but it's not a lot, right? Um let's let's do our championship picks here. TCU Georgia. Who wins? What's the spread by what they win? Think about it. I'll, I'll follow my gut. I think Georgia wins. I'll get. I'll. I'll take by fifteen. Laying the number. Um, yeah, and, if, and I guess let's go uh, forty-eight to thirty-three. It's gonna be a weird forty-eight thirty-three. We're calling the score. I like it. Oh, be a weird score. A little wonky, but that's all right. Give me. Give me the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride up the horny boys, horny toads. Give me a points. It's gonna be a weird. It's gonna be a weird game. Like a spread of a, a random number, like four. Give me forty-two, thirty-eight. Forty-two, thirty-eight. TCU by four. 
I don't hate it, Matt. Man, I don't hate that at all. I'm, I'm looking at it. It looks good to me. I'm. It's hard to count on a dynasty, though. A defense like George is tough. TCU maybe strike the the clock strikes midnight for him, much like Ohio State. I don't know. I'm gonna ride it. Give me the horny toads. I'm gonna say minus minus seven. I'll say forty five thirty eight. I think they get a late touchdown. There's our picks. Great job, boys. Uh, now, we we talked about off air a little bit. Do we want to do NFL pick them, speed through them real quick, or we just want to take the week off doing picks? A lot of ride. It's last week of the season. We got the graphics ready, but at the same time, right, bigger than football. What about Hamlet? I just – I don't – I'm in a place where I'm not even thinking about games yet. Yeah. I'm just I'm waiting to hear news on on the player and what the league's going to do. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at. Matt, no pressure. Um, You'd be tiebreaker fine. Yeah, I, know, I yeah. mean, I'm happy to do the games that matter. Games that matter. You know, for yeah. number one seeds playoffs, but like, you know, Colts, Texans. Who cares? Saints, Panthers. Who cares? All right. You know, I, I thought we'll do that. We'll we'll do it that way. Still, um, I, I like it. It's a happy medium here. Let's let's start with Chiefs Raiders. Chiefs lock up the one seed if they get a win here. Overruns at fifty two and a half. Kansas City seven and a half point favorite, even though they're traveling to Vegas. We take Mahomes or Crosby here. Yeah, I take I, Chiefs. 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 Both both guys say Chiefs right there. Yeah, yeah I, pretty easy. I'm good Raiders. Ooh. I don't think the Chiefs are that. I don't think that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he gets the playoffs and they just turn it on. Like Andy Reid just like pulls and rub that out of the hole. But like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Matt, you and me have been drinking the same Kool-Aid. You were what I'm missing when Fitz and Tim were having their BFF like disagreement fest over here. And like, oh, that's a great point. That's a great point, buddy. I was missing (laughs) you because now I'm like, that's a great point, Matt. I completely agree. Give me Vegas. Titans, Jags. This does matter because winner – Gets the division here, which is mind-blowing, right? Who thought we'd be talking about touchdown Jesus in the Jags? Division title coming here. Over on us at 40. Jacksonville, six-and-a-half-point favorite while at home. Go Jags. Go Jags. I get – just that, that's that's all. Go Jags. I like Go it. Jags. I'm going, I'm going Jags as well. Yeah. I, the Jaguars have beat them, what, three times in a row now? Josh Dobbs is your quarterback. Yeah, he's a Tennessee legend, but uh, it's not enough for the Titans. Give me the Jaguars. I think King Henry is going to miss the playoffs for the first time in his career. It's wild to think about. Bengals Ravens here over and set 42 and a half. Cincinnati six and a half point favorite. Joe Cool has got a chance to lock up the division with the win here. Or Ravens win, they get the division title. Yeah, Ravens have just looked flat past few weeks and obviously it's probably just not having Lamar but I'll take the Bengals they've looked, they've looked really sharp yeah Ravens are one of those teams that's just backing into the playoffs like and you just have no positive vibes going at the moment give me the yeah. Bengals yeah give me give me Huda Nation I, I'm, I'm not yeah Cincinnati yeah. let's go uh, Bucks Falcons we're not worried about 
Buccaneers clinched that division last week. Falcons obviously dead done. Get them out the, the way. However, um, Patriots Buffalo. This could be interesting only because if if Kansas City loses, right, that follows the one seed to the Bills that have the tiebreaker. And if obviously Kansas City loses, Bills lose, Cincinnati wins, they'd get the one seed. But that's it's a lot going on here. But mm-hmm. Bills playing New England. That's not an easy opponent. Over on set forty three. Buffalo eight point favorite though, defending those folded tables here. Um, and obviously they, they got a brother laid up in the hospital, Hamlin and and. It just there's a lot of emotion right there for that game. A lot of what ifs in the air. Who hopefully I would assume they play, but maybe not. You just never know. Um, do we feel comfortable picking this one or no? We'll pick the we'll pick the Bills here. Yeah, I do think they have the tiebreaker against the Chiefs though, because the Bills won. They do. Yeah, they won mm-hmm. earlier in the year. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've got to pick the Bills. I know the Pats um, need a win and then need ooh, they need someone else to lose by give me the Bills. Yeah, they need a win and like <laughs> Dolphins to lose or Jets and Steelers both to lose. Like there's a weird scenario there. Um, yeah, give, give me the Bills. I, I think it's a lot of emotion, but maybe they just need to, to get it out there on that field. I, I think you're going to see you know, just an explosion of points and then playing for, for number three there. Um, speaking of, of playing for three, House United, App State. You can follow them on Instagram. They're, they're friends, obviously, of App State and friends of the show. They're coming out with these uh, DeMar Hamlin T-shirts. He just sent me a message um, that all proceeds will go to his toy foundation. So it's something we talked about with Meech, of, of them donating and gener- giving back to Hamlin's charity. Um, all proceeds for these shirts go straight to the Hamlin Foundation and getting toys for, for tots and toys for children there. So um, good on House United. We appreciate all the hard work and generosity you're doing. And, and I hope listeners, watchers, go buy those shirts, support a good cause there. Um, just quickly looking here. Yeah, Indy Colts, we're not worried about. Jets, Dolphins, an interesting one. Both these teams kind of on the fringe. Obviously, the Jets being eliminated, but Dolphins, they're in the hunt. They they have a chance to win if they win and Patriots lose at the Bills. So, if Buffalo takes care of his business, Miami takes care of business, they're in. Over at 38 and a half, the spread's even, though. They're not picking a winner yet. Two is still out in QB1. I think Teddy Bridgewater is, is quarterback one for them. Miami should win. Um, I do think they're – they are a playoff team, but they've they've just been blowing it down the stretch. So I don't know, but I'll take I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I think like if you look at Miami's games, like they win four, lose four, win another match, and then just absolutely blown it, like proper choked it. Um, the Jets absolutely stunk at Seattle, but keep it defense. Yeah, I just. It, you never know what Miami team you're going to get. Give me Miami for this one. I think Project Project Pat White there is is dead done in New York, and hmm. it's a rough scene in New York right now. Uh, Panther Saints, we're not worried about. No one really cares. Interesting AFC North battle here. Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh three point favorite owners at forty eight. Steelers can clinch if they win, and Browns lose. And Jets lose. 
um, and Patriots lose. So there's there's a lot of things that could get the Steelers in. Obviously, mm-hmm. Cleveland being eliminated, but there's still a chance. Maybe Mike Tomlin's worst season record wise, he can still get the playoffs here. Out of his control, though. But w- what do we think? We take Watson or Pickett? I think I think it happens. I think the Steelers get in. Mm. I mean that it's crazy. Just classic Pittsburgh. But I think last year they got in by the skin of their teeth. Steelers. Steelers. I like it. Uh, yeah, give me Pittsburgh to win here. I, I don't know if they get in the playoffs because they need Miami to lose. And that's a tall ask mm-hmm. after we just talked about Miami. But you never know. Chargers, Broncos, we're not really worried about. Chargers are in, Broncos for sure out. Even though, shout out Russell Wilson, he finally surpassed more touchdowns in bathrooms that were in his mansion. So, mm. kudos to him. Um. Interesting, only because Philly is in chance, endangerment of losing the number one overall seed in the bye here if they lose. Over and set 42, Giants are 14-point dog traveling to Philly. Yeah, I think the Giants, I don't think they can change their position at all. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like they're just going to rest their starters and Philly. Philly's playing for the bye. So, I'll take Philly in this one. Yeah, I think you can stick with the Eagles here. I mean, it would be hilarious to see them actually lose the one seed. But yeah, I think Giants would be resting everyone, give me Philly. Yeah, how wild would it be? We talked about Philly being this cheat code of a team, it feels like. And then all of a sudden, they fumble the bag here at the end, and the 49ers pick up that one seed overall. You just never know. But yeah, I just. Yeah. Philly wins here. They'll drop down a fifth seed as well, by the way, if they do fumble that. Mm. That's crazy. We're going from yeah. one mm. to five. Yeah. Oofale. Man. Uh the the team that could benefit from that loss though, San Francisco 14 point favorite playing host to Arizona over on a set 40. Four hours win. And Philly does get upset by New York. They're the one seed here. Uh, I think it's safe to say, do we do we all take 49ers here? The Cardinals are dead done. It's J.J. Watt's last game. That's the only thing you have to think about is it could be the perfect, the perfect finish for, for the Cardinals. I don't know. It's just, it's enough to make it interesting. I want whatever happens so that Packers don't have to play the 49ers in the playoffs. So I will pick that scenario. Thank you. So you need Detroit to win. Probably, probably take the cards. Oh, very funny fit, uh, Parker. Very funny. <laughs> probably want to take the cards. Oh, yeah. Cardinals. Because we'll, whoever wins, whoever gets the final seed, which is either Packers, Seahawks, or Lions, they'll have to play the two seed. And then the one. And then the one. Yeah. So go J.J. Watt, a badger. There, there's your badger to pull for, Matt. Exactly. He's a, well, he's put on race Wisconsin, so... Honestly, all respect to J.J. Watt. I hope he has a phenomenal last game. Seven, eight sacks. He balls out. But Sam, Sam Fran, I think, they're just they're just too damn good. They're too damn hot right now. Rams, Seahawks, the only reason this is interesting, I think we're all Rams fans today for Tim. They've got to win. Tim Seattle, six and a half point favorite. Yeah, in Meech, obviously. We're at 41 and a half. Can Baker get it done in 12th main country? Or is Geno Smith? Punch is taking super uh, to the Cam Akers. Cam Akers has had a resurgence. Higby has had great chemistry with Baker. 
they did win the Super Bowl last year. You, you feel like the Rams, they've had a terrible year, but they found a way to win. You know, they win on Christmas and other ways. I think they take them. I think they just take them down just for the just for the sake of it. Taking the Rams. Yeah, I think so too, because I I even though they were divisional rivals, I'd much rather see the Lions in the playoffs than the than the Seahawks. So give me the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, give me the Rams. We're all in on them, baby. Commanders in Dallas, a lot of things can change playoff seating and in both these teams don't control their destiny. They don't control their division here. Obviously, Philly controls it. But this does, you know, if Commanders lose here, I, I, they're bounced from playoff contention. If I, if they're I, out already. Actually, they're out already. Yeah, they lost last they're week. So. Yeah, yeah. Don yeah. Rivera didn't know. That's right. That's right. Uh, over on set 41, Dallas five and a half point favorite here. Does Commander spoil maybe the Cowboys seeding here? I think the Cowboys are still – they could win the division. They can, yep. Technically. So, they could still edge out, which would make them the three seed. Um, they can still say, I'm going to take seed. Dallas. Can they still be the one? I yeah, didn't know they, with they San need. Fran and Minnesota. I don't know because so, they're, all, they're all tied up. If, if Eagles lose and Cowboys win, then they win the division. But – like for them to be the one seed, they have to win. Eagles lose and 49ers to lose, and then they could and be the 49ers lose. Mm. Okay. It's a long shot, but it can happen. Yeah. Um, give me the Cowboys. I think they're actually pretty good. Yeah, give me uh, give me the Cowboys. I, I, I'm sorry, Tim. I know you're not here to, to bash on the Cowboys, but anytime you get that ugly mascot, <laughs> I like the mascot. You like it? Yeah. Oh. Fish and chips. What are we doing? Uh, and then the Monday night action that we're all on our, our edge of our seat for. We're rooting for me, cheer, but you two rooting for your boys in green and gold there. Packers playing host to to Detroit, 49.5 still over under. Green Bay, 4.5 point favorite. If they win, they're in. Detroit has to win and hope Seattle loses here. So they don't completely control their destiny, but they can ruin your destiny. Yeah, I really hope Seattle loses just just because, again, I, I think these two teams deserve the last spot. I don't think Seattle deserves it. I, and also just no better way than just just start with a playoff game. You know, Lions and Packers, again, two teams that have been really hot. Um, obviously, I like the Packers. Um, it's kind of similar. It's just funny how I was thinking about that the struggle of this year has just brought this team together and we've gotten good at the right time. And it was similar to, you know, everyone's talking about 2010 because Aaron Rodgers got a new haircut and it looks like, you know, 12 years ago. Um, but that was another year that it was like a lot of injuries. We were, we were desperate. We had to get hot at the right time. And, and we just did. We were just in playoff mode in December. And I think that makes you a dangerous team. And Detroit is like that too. They've been in playoff mode since probably November. I mean, they they were they were looking even in worse shape. Um, and it's just that just makes for nobody wants to play them. You know, like if you're the Lions or the Packers, and then you match up in the playoffs with, you know, whether you play 
San Francisco or Minnesota or who, you know, I don't know the, I'm looking at the, the stand. Yeah. If you play like San Francisco or Minnesota or Dallas in the first game, I mean, that, that could be an interesting upset. Well, then you go to Philly, you know, who's been struggling down the stretch here. And then before you know it, the Lions or the Packers are in the NFC championship. So I don't know. I don't want to get too far ahead, but I like, I like the Packers in this one and I'm hoping we get get an interesting little playoff run here. So go Pat, go. Yeah. Yeah. I fully embody what um Fitz says. I think I think Dallas the way how we don't want to play the 49ers, Dallas certainly don't want to play the Packers right now. Um because we beat them in a horrible stretch and also Aaron Rodgers just owns the Cowboys. Um I think we're gonna win. Um, but it's going to be so much harder than the Vikings game. It's going to be a real tough game, but we'll see. I'll be honest, Matt. I want the Niners just based off last season and our history. Mm. It would be like, I want you know, it would be like a monkey off the back, like sort of thing. If we get the Niners and we beat him, yeah. that like clears up, you know, that mental blockage to go through. That's going to lot, boys. That's going to lot. <laughs> You know, there's reports that Jordan Love was spiking Aaron Rodgers' personal Gatorade with um, ayahuasca. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Sorry, sorry. Um, so there's turmoil in the Green Bay locker room. Meech and the boys are vibing. Vibes are high. No, no hard hat here needed because they know it's blue car mentality. Let's go Detroit. Detroit gets it done, baby. Let's go. It's it's really a heart pick for Tim. There's two of you guys, so bad franchise got to stick together, right? Uh, yeah. Great, great pickums. Great episode. We're not doing pub parlay this week. We, you know, it just it doesn't feel right. Um, yeah. We we encourage listeners and watch to take that five dollars that you would spend and maybe up it to thirty five. Go buy a House United shirt, House United shirt, and support the Hamlin Foundation, or maybe just donate flat out to it. Um, send peas and teas to loved ones and you just never know life is really precious. And, and, and so maybe take that time instead of gambling to go do those things. But uh, so, we'll catch you guys next Tuesday, normal episode. And we have the freak on next week, Jalen Verge, Denver ooh. Broncos own. We're going back to back with NFL stars on the, on the show. So things are heating up at the pub. Uh, you guys have a beautiful week. We'll catch you guys next week. I don't have a quote again. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Bye. Bye. Not job. ready. Never ready. Well. Yeah. Man. You, you oh could have fear causes hesitation. We would, we hesitation would be the bad boys just, of fear. I need to prepare beforehand. We would beat the tar out of the other team. I'm just going to make bad like point break references. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Mm, has to be. More. Has I mean, to be. Man, I'm gonna get real theological. We we I I think we're all a little soft and misunderstood. I'm be real honest. (laughs) So glad to have you back in the pub, man. Thank you. It's good to be back. I know work's been crazy, but we'll Mm. we'll figure something out. Yeah, it's just annoying that I literally have to be in the office every Wednesday.